I was going to work through April and I was going to take $4,000 and I was going to put that into an investment account and play around with that, right? Right now, my goal is to invest in airlines because I believe that they're going to come back and the stocks are still very, very low, obviously, because nobody's traveling, right? So here's my game plan. I'll tell you, what you guys, tell you guys what I want to do, right? Boom. So I figured if I could put $4,000 into, and funny enough, I'm going to tell you something. If I could put $4,000 into the investment account, right, the stock's price right now let's say it's at ten dollars it normally trades at like 30 right so normally like the average normal rate range is like 30 dollars right so if if it goes up to 30 and i put four thousand in now that means i triple i get twelve thousand dollars out of it i took my money out and then i invest it into buying or putting a down payment on the property right now i just saw a a, a, a post on instagram today and a post on Instagram says this. And okay, another thing too. So I'm actually there's a there's a course, a real estate course I want to take once uh, I have the money to invest in the course. Once I have the money to invest in the property, I'll take the real estate course to get a better understanding of how to invest the money into real estate, right? So the person that I follow on Instagram said that he bought a his first investment property he bought 20 years ago. It was a three-unit brick building, right? He paid $110,000 for it, right? Uh, can you Google something for me? What is uh, ARV? His rehab cost for the building was $40,000, right? Uh, his ARV was $272,000. Mm -hmm. And his equity in the property was $122,000. What is it? Okay, so the okay, so the after repair value was two hundred seventy-two thousand. So that means the place cost one hundred and ten thousand. He rehabbed it for forty thousand. After the rehab, the co that cost or the property was worth two hundred seventy-two thousand um, dollars. So that and his equity is one twenty-two. So I'm assuming that his equity would be the. Price of the building and the rehab costs, and you subtract that number from the after rehab. What's the V stand for? Value? After, yeah. Value, right? Okay. So I'm gonna have all these numbers on the screen so people can just kind of see them. You know, people like looking at stuff. All right, so that's that. So he, the down payment on this property that he paid was $15,000, right? So, like I said, if I. Did it die? What happened? What the fuck? Okay. Um, I, I deleted like 11 gigs off of there, so I don't know how it's still in that space. Either way, so that's the number that he has. He put a down payment of $15,000 on his property, right? Like I said earlier, if I invest into the... the, 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 the invest, what is it? The, the stocks, the stock market... If I can flip that four thousand to twelve thousand, right, and that's not including any money that I actually save from now until then, that's just strictly off of that money. I can take that and somehow or look for a place that can put me at a. a, a uh, let me let me slow down. Okay, if I invest the four thousand and I flip it into twelve thousand dollars, that then allows me to go and find a property I can put a down payment on. 
right? He said his was $15,000. So his closing cost was $4,000. That means the total price he had to put down was $19,000, right? So his financing that he got was $135,000. His mortgage payment for this property was $1,375. His rent, right? Like I said, three unit building. Unit number one, $1,150. Unit number two, $900. Unit number three, $900, right? So the total gross, the gross, the total gross rent was $2,950, $2,950. If you subtract the, what is that? The mortgage payment from that, you are left with, Fifteen seventy-five. So that means he's bringing in fifteen seventy-five a month off of that property, right? So he put in fifteen thousand dollars plus the four thousand. What was that? Why did it just? I heard an airdrop sound. That. Oh, it's coming from the speaker. Is my laptop airdrop or something to itself? It might be done. That's not how it sounds, is it? Maybe if there's nothing playing. Where was I? Oh, so his net monthly cash flow was $1,500. I keep saying it like that. $1,575, $1,575. That's how much he was getting every month, cash, net, profit every month, right? Um, what are you doing? <laughs> I, feel, I realize you don't have a phone in your hand, so you don't know what to do, but stay focused. Thank you. Um, so what else, what else? Um, $1,575. Okay. So after 10 months, he would have made his, he would have made $15,000 back. Right. And after about a year and a half, he would have made all the money that he spent on the property back already in a year and a half. And think about that. That's an extra $1,500 a month. That means I don't have to work a whole week every single week. I can just take off a week of the month. Every single week, every single month. Now, my goal is to get to a point where I have a property that's paying me every week so I don't have to work. That's the goal. Make enough money to buy a property to pay me my salary every single week. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to. So I think that this is actually, I'm actually excited even talking about this. So yeah, I'm about to, hopefully, like I said, this will be, this will be me talking about buying a property. And then hopefully in the future, y'all see me buying a property. Um... Like I said, so I want to start doing Duolingo. I want to start buying a property or get into investing first, then buying a property. Right now, I have, um, let me see how much I've invested right now. Right now, I have money invested in American Airlines. Oh, my stocks went up today. Eh, not that much. I have, uh, I'm invested in United Airlines and American Airlines, right? I have $1,260 invested in those two stocks, and then I also have money invested into Square, which I think is a very, 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 very good app. 
uh, they own Cash App, by the way. Um, and I have a total of $549 invested into Square. Um, so that's good. American Airlines is at 11 Okay. So, yeah. So that's, that's my goal for that. Um, I want to also add a segment to the show of my weekly goals. I think that'll help me to kind of keep track of what I'm doing, how I'm, you know, going forward, how successful I am. Um, we're trying to furnish the apartment right now. That's the next goal is furnish the apartment. Hopefully this, if this thing ends anytime soon, then I can start going to travel again. Melissa wants to go to Cuba. Um, I would like to go to some places too. She wants to go to a resort. She doesn't know that this is boring yet. So <laughs> she thinks that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, listen, you'll listen, you'll learn. I'm not paying for it though. She gonna learn with her own money, not my money. She wanna learn, she gonna learn with her own money. Cause I, I'm gonna go there and be like, Yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was gonna be. And here we are. I see this is the thing this is the thing about dating people who are younger than you, right? Or even I don't know about younger, not as experienced, not been through much life as you, right? So I know the resort's gonna be boring. I'm like ninety nine percent sure, not hundred percent, ninety nine percent sure it's gonna be boring, right? Resorts are for old people, right? And I feel like we're gonna go, we're gonna get there, and she'll be like, I wanna do something. I'm like, no, no, we're, we are doing something. We're laying in the bed like you wanted to do. You wanted to sit in the bed and relax on the beach, and then on the bed, and then back on the beach, and then the restaurant, and then back on the beach, and then back in your room, and then back on the beach. That's what you're gonna do. I thought about it, and you got it. There's only four restaurants on the place. I'm like, we're going to the same four restaurants for seven days. Might get a bit boring. Mm-hmm. Might get a bit. Yeah, three times a day. And if, God forbid, you want snacks. You want to go there for snacks, too? Listen. They don't. They're not open all day. It's usually what happens. There's usually one open all day. The one that's the good one is usually open. Uh, no. How does it usually work? They usually have them open. They open to a certain time, and then one of them is open all day. And that's usually, like, the one that's trash. Like, it's, like, pizza and, like, finger foods, you know, chicken fingers, stuff like that. They be open all day. But if you want to get the, the crab legs and the steak, they don't be open all day. Wow. So, but here's the thing. Like I said, so now, here's, here's, here's my challenge as a guy dating a woman younger than myself, right? Is I have to experience this thing again, right? Because I want Melissa to understand this experience. Because if I just be like, nah, we're not doing that. I don't want to do that shit. Nah. Then it's like, we'll never, she'll never know that it's trash, Right, so she has to go to, through it to herself to realize hmm, maybe this ain't really it. This ain't. Because okay, so, I've been to a resort before. I have. Okay. And I had a pleasant experience going to the super what, resort. Like what? How long were you there? Exactly, I wasn't there for that long. I think okay. I was only there for like maybe two, three nights. And funny enough, by the third, it might have been four. By the third, fourth night, it was kind of like, ah. but I thought it was because I was a kid. Uh-huh. So, like, I thought maybe that was the reason why, but that makes... It's nothing to do. It makes... Listen, I, I can, I can right. see... So, listen, I like surviving Italy, okay? That was fun. That was... Uh, surviving <laughs> in Italy, um, if you guys... Let me hop onto the camera for this. Melissa wants... If you listen, guys are not aware... Somewhere in the middle. There is a, um, there is a YouTube series Play- that we do playlist. have. Yes, a playlist about our trip to Italy. <clears throat> so... Yes, he calls it surviving Italy for a good reason, because, yeah, you just gonna have to, mm. the way that that trip went was not relaxing at all. I do not want another Italy, <laughs> in a sense of we didn't shower for five days. 
no shower. We barely made it out of the air train station to come back. It was because extra money kept being spent in other places because we had to, we, we got three extra hotels other than the Airbnb that we were originally, that Airbnb that Donovan paid for, we only stayed in there for two nights and it was a five night trip or something like that. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want another Italy. I like Chicago. Can we have a Chicago in another country? Can we do that? Yeah. Funky has something to do. That's the whole purpose. When you go somewhere, have something to do. That's what I was saying about going to Cuba. You got to have money to go do something in the place that you're going to. So, there's that. Um, you wanted to talk about your, um, your aunt and your dad. Uh, I know. I was doing amazing transitions. I don't know if you noticed that you didn't even hear me say. I'm talking about the next thing. I just went into it. You saw nice that We didn't even know that I did a transition. That's how fire I was. I did. I like how you went back into what you started the podcast about because I think that was way more organic and way better than what you started doing. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, talked about... Damn, well, how much shit? This podcast is supposed to be less than two hours. I don't feel like it, it did that. But oh, I we have. I feel like you're, you're going to be able to cut some stuff because you yeah. repeated a lot of stuff. And this is a new format that we're going to try going forward. There is a new format we're going to try going forward after talking to a lot of different people. And there was actually some more things, more things I want to talk about, which I don't think I have time to talk about now, which is kind of funny. Um, how much time is on this one? This is at eleven minutes. And can you check the other one? Just tell me how much time is on that one. It's like five minutes. Yeah, I know. They're all going to be like 30 minutes probably. Um, okay. What's up? I was uh, investing. That's the future that I want to get into. And I want to talk about being authentic. That's how it's going to transition into that because... Um, yeah, you're going to have to... Damn. Like, like an hour and a half. Okay. That's not bad. Okay, boom. So that's, that's good timing. It's good timing. I can cut... I might cut this out. I might not. I don't know. So, um, see, not for myself being weird. I feel it. I feel it happening already. Being authentic. Um, like I said, if I had transitioned into it, it'd have been a lot better. So yeah, next time we have to be a little bit more. Cause I, f- I know what the problem is. I feel I felt it. It's when I think about the structure of it that's what fucks me up. When I start thinking about how the structure should be instead of just having structure and flowing through it, that's what fucks me up. Um, and as I talk right now, I'm trying to transition back into it and it's still fucking me up. So I'm going to talk about being authentic because on the, during the interview, my problem was I felt like I wasn't being authentic. No, I'm lying. I know. I know that. Doing transitions here. It's ridiculous. So in my mind, a great transition is when you talk, we have the thing you talked about before and you merge it with this thing as the screen has just shut off again because my producer is not paying attention. She's playing with her hair. <laughs> <laughs> you left it to be in front of you. Why is it plugged into that? Do you have another plugger? Another something else? You plug, plug it into my laptop? What's going on? Your laptop has two things in it right now. Okay. There's no, there's no more USBs. Mine don't work. Mine both dead. My USBs are dead. Yours is dead. Okay. Because I feel like... Yeah, I I can, oh, I, can, I, I freed up 29 gigs of space. On my thing? Mm-hmm. How? I feel like I don't know how you did that, because I feel like there wasn't any videos to be deleted. Google Photos said, hey, you want to free up 29 gigs of space? I was like, yeah. And it did it. Huh. Okay. Oh, photos are still there. 
But I think it's not on the phone. I think it's on the yeah, yeah. drive. Um, I can switch it back. I can switch cameras back. Uh, okay. Yeah, the podcast is definitely taking a, a weird turn. I feel like we was, it was in a groove, and now we like all over the place again. Um... Ah, okay. Fuck. Mm. What you doing? I pressed something back. By accident? Are you lying? Yeah, I am lying. I know you're lying. <laughs> give me the give me the thing. Give me give me the give me the phone. Give me the phone. Let's put it down. No, give me the phone. You're producing a podcast right now. <laughs> You're producing a podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <sighs> okay. Jesus. Okay. I'm gonna figure this out. How to get back on track with this. Melissa's face trying not to do anything <laughs> that's not producing. <laughs> oh my god. You, okay, this is our setup that we have right now going on. Um so okay. Yes, I see. You want to Oh my god. Okay. Jesus. Um. Oh man, fuck this energy. I feel like it's really off now. Okay, can I get back into it? Get back into it. Get back into it. Um. Okay, I know I thought I could go back into it. All right. So my aunt called me the other day, right? Because we're doing this memorial. We're supposed to do a memorial for my, for my, uh, for my dad, right? And. She called me on, she called me, she called my sister on three-way, right? So, she's on the phone, she has this, this tone of voice, almost like she's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it whining, but depressed, has a depressed energy, and it's completely justified, like, 100% justified, right? Um, however, it makes me feel worse, because I'm like, if I'm talking to somebody, and, I, and they're doing this tone right here. Listen, man, I just want you to know that we, we're we all here for you. And as long as you know that we are here for you, just we're going to support you as long as we can. And things are bad right now, but they, they're going to get better. Just remember that. Like right now, things are bad. And at some point, as long as you believe that they can, as long as you trust in God, as long as you understand that... That like this is a yeah, just like that. Now the whole shit changed. The energy changed. I'm on the phone like, oh my god, oh my god. I just I'm like, bruh, what is going on? So she does that thing, right? So she asked me how I'm doing. I'm like, I'm I'm fine. Like I'm good. She asked my sister how she's doing. She says fine. She gonna fix her lips to then say, 
I, I think it's weird that you guys are fine. I don't know how you're fine because everybody else seems to be really going through it right now. How is it that you guys are fine? So I start laughing, right? Because I'm like, I wouldn't call it a crazy laugh, but it's the laugh that you do before you have to smack somebody where it's like, like, you, like your, your brain just goes to, like, not when you say smack somebody. It's more like you're about to, you about to go crazy because somebody says something to you that's so ridiculous, you don't know how to react. So you just start laughing, right? Because I'm like, what, are you tra- what does that even mean? Why are you telling me that? What is it? Why is that weird? I, what? So she tells, who, who's laughing? That's you now? I'm like, yes, that's me. I'm laughing because she asked me why. I go, I'm laughing because you think that we have to grieve the same way that you grieve. Like, you think that because we're not on the phone crying and depressed right now, that means that we don't care about what happened. I'm like... I don't know why you would think that this doesn't impact me or my sister very heavily. Why do you think that because we aren't acting the same way you acting, that it means that we're okay? Um, and now she goes, oh, that's, that's not what I meant. I just, you know, I can't, I mean, I understand what you're saying. It's not really that. I just, and I, it's like, because the reason that I don't really check people is for that reason exactly. It's because when I check them, more often than not, they're wrong. They're usually wrong. And I'm just like, what was the point of me checking them? Because I'll be doing that all the time every single day. Where I'm just like, yo, that, what was that? Yo, fix that. Don't do that. Why you did that for like that? And every time I do it, they should be like, oh, I know. I just didn't. Uh, so I, a lot of times I just kind of won't do anything about it. Um, so we're supposed, to have, we're supposed to have a memorial for him. They were saying that it won't happen until April. No, not April. Mid-May. Uh, because a lot of the funeral homes are backed up, so you can't actually go to the funeral home, I guess, to get to get the cremations or the cremates. I'm not sure how the word is pronounced. Um, they said that the, the memorial, it's a whole bunch of weird stuff happening with that. And like I said, it's its just, I, oh, I, I decided I'm not going to go to the memorial because the reason I'm not going to go to the memorial is... Uh, the memorial is not for my dad. It's for the people that are going to the memorial. It's for them to grieve. It's for them to be around each other and whatever else the case might be. I don't need that. I don't want to be around that. I don't. It's not going to do me any good to be around it. It's for them. They would have a big memorial. That's fine. I don't have to be there for that because if I'm going to talk to my dad, I'm going to pray or I'm going to think about him. I can do that in my, in my house I can do that while I'm at work. I don't have to be around a bunch of other people who are acting either acting how they're supposed to act because somebody died or being overly depressed. I don't need to be around that. I decided I'm not going to go because, like I said, it doesn't do anything for me to go to that. Um, So then she started telling me, well, and I hate people do this. Well, you know, well, uh, when you do decide, you know, when when you you change your mind, because we know you probably change your mind, I'm going to ask you then because I know we probably going to change your mind in the future. So we're going to ask you again in three weeks from now. So I decided, like I said, I'm, I'm not going to go uh, to do that because to me, it comes down to being authentic, right? It comes down to like, I don't feel like I should go. I feel like my reason behind going uh, is legitimate. I feel like if I'm going to go, it will be because I want to go. I have a purpose of going. Um, and authenticity ties into even the podcast because it's like... One thing I've noticed is that people who are successful aren't are very authentic. Now, I can't even say that. I think that the people that I, I model myself after that I want to be are are authentic, right? Because 
I was listening to a uh, a podcast the other day, and this guy was asking Joe Rogan about his his uh, responsibility as being like one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And the guy that was asking him also has a podcast, right? And he was just like, yeah, man, this is the guy asking him. I think his name was Tom Green. He's like, yo, I know you have a podcast, Joe Rogan. And like, how do you like, how do you balance the, 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 the uh, I guess the power that you have or the responsibility that you have as a podcaster? And Joe Rogan is being honest where he's just kind of like, I don't think about it. I just come on the podcast. I just talk to people. And a lot of times I fuck up. A lot of times I say things that are stupid and I just talk. It's just how it goes. Um, and I said, that's kind of how I want my podcast to be. I want my podcast to just be me being myself on the podcast. And I think it's so crazy because it also goes back into the, the lady, the Indian lady, where the people that she works for are probably more like Joe Rogan, where they're kind of just like, I don't even care about that kind of stuff. Like That's not something I care about. Um, similar to ha- what happened in uh, Black as Fuck on Netflix, right? They had a scene where Tyler Perry was being asked by the other guy, I forgot his name, Kyle Bars, Bears, I don't know his name, Kenya Bears, ba- Bars, Bears? Kenya Bears, right? They had a scene where he was asking, like, yo, how do you manage, you know, not getting 100% Rotten Tomatoes? How do you manage... You know, putting out work that people don't give you Emmys for, global, whatever awards for, right? And he said that he's like, I don't give a fuck about that. He's like, I make the stuff, I make content for people that want to see it. I know who wants to see it. I make content for them. That's my audience. That's my market. That's what I'm making my stuff for. And I've become very successful by working and making content for those people. Same thing with Joe Rogan. I don't believe that he goes into his podcast thinking, damn, how can I, uh, change this or change that or he goes into the podcast thinking i want to learn something today i'm gonna to try and learn something from this person today i'm gonna to try and uh you know i want to ask questions i'm, I'm tr- gonna be here and present in whatever i'm doing right now and he just be he, he just be, he just authentic and, and he just being himself um and it's funny because the both in all scenarios whether it be the lady that at the, at the uh ad campaign tom green who was on joe rogan's podcast or kenya barris in the black as fuck um, show, they all seem so baffled at the idea of, and even me when I talk to some of my friends, they all seem baffled by the idea of just being yourself and not caring about what everybody else thinks. And it's like they can't grasp the concept of just going outside and being like, I don't care about this per, I don't care. And then saying, I don't care. Because it's, it's very interesting to me also that the people that, when, the people that people think don't care about stuff tend to be the ones that care the most. And it's the ones that people think care a lot are normally the ones that pretend to care even though they don't. And I think that's what happens a lot. Like the guy on Joe Rogan, when he's asking a question, he was being weird about it. So he was being weird when he got to the question about is Joe Rogan, uh, does he have... I guess, an, an agenda on his podcast, right? And Jerogan's brain couldn't process the question because he's just like, what are you talking about? The guy's asking him, so like when you come on here and you're talking about like, I think he said Nancy Pelosi, and you, you know, you're talking about Bill Clinton and you're talking about uh, uh, the AOC person. How do you, like, how do you, I know you have an agenda, but like, I know you don't have an agenda, but like, I know you kind of got to have like an agenda or something like, because everybody does, right? And Jerogan is like, I don't 
even like my brain I don't think about that I literally just come out and try to make a have a great podcast that's my goal when I come out here I don't have an agenda to like push this Democrat or push this person he's like if I believe in uh, what's that guy's name Bernie Sanders if he does I think he does then I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna then say I'm not gonna disagree with Bernie I'm not gonna Say I'm gonna endorse Bernie Sanders even when I think he's doing something that's stupid. He pretty much will say, "Yeah, I like Bernie Sanders' opinion on X, but I think when he did Y, that was retarded." But somebody with an agenda will try and make sure that everything they say about Bernie Sanders is positive. And I think a lot of people don't understand how to go about their life being authentic, where they can just go and just say what they say. Because one thing I realized is that when you say you don't like something. People tend to treat you a lot better or at least with more respect because you, you you have a stance. You have to be able to go, I don't like that. I don't I don't agree with that. Um, and it's funny because I got a text the other day from my cousin where she actually sent me a, some meme about somebody playing devil's advocate. And I, I actually find that phrase really annoying. Like I really hate when people say I'm playing devil's advocate because what they're doing is they're saying, I think this. But I think it's wrong to say I think this, so I'm gonna play devil's advocate, and they and they do that, and that annoys me to no end. Cause I'm like, if I'm talking to you and you say, uh, I say the sky is blue, and you go, okay, I'll play devil's advocate. The sky is red. It's like, why are you doing that? What for? What reason? We, if you think the sky is blue and I think it's blue, let's talk about why it's blue. If you think that, if you have another idea, another opinion, then say, hey. I think that some people think the sky is red based off of this that I saw or something I heard, whatever the case might be. So I'm going to actually read the meme that she said to me because uh, I think that it is pretty much what I just said. Let me see if I can find her, her thing. Uh, it, was something, it was something about the trauma of people and how people deal with trauma and that's what it is. You're like a, a demon when you use that term. You are not, quote, playing devil's advocate. You're just making a person who is likely speaking from personal experience defend themselves against an oppressive opinion you're too embarrassed to admit you actually believe. It's you. You're the devil, right? Now, it's similar to what I just said, where it's like, if you believe that, if I say that people, if I, like me, I have something I always say is that if somebody gets raped, it's their fault, right? This is what I always say. Melissa doesn't like that I said that. Well, she her, her head went backwards, right? Now, the reason that I say that is because if you once you decide it's somebody else's fault, you pretty much take all power away from yourself to then make a choice going forward. You're pretty much saying that they have all the power and no matter what I do, I'm going to get raped. Now, I don't think that's a mindset to have going outside. It's like, I'm going to go outside and get raped whatever I do. I think to be able to say, listen... Um, I can make decisions that can decrease the, the chances of something bad happening to me outside. If I go outside to a party, I'm going to make sure I go with my friends. I'm going to make sure that I don't get crazy drunk. I'm going to make sure that I don't go home with guys or a group of guys that I don't know. I'm going to make sure that I don't get, uh, what is it called when you mix drinks and smoking? Cross, crossfaded. I'm make sure I don't get crossfaded. I'm going to make sure that I can do these things that I believe are in my power to prevent a bad outcome. Will they always work? No, they won't always work. But you don't want to give the ability or the power to somebody else to say, well, they have the power over me. And I think that's the problem. That's what I believe about girls or I guess guys getting raped too. Because I think it's always better to go through life thinking that you're in charge of your life as opposed to somebody else is in charge of it. 
Um, it's just a it's a different mind state to have. Um, so if I'm talking to somebody, I wouldn't say to them, "Well, I'm gonna play devil's advocate." I'm not. So, do you think that if and that's not me saying this, devil's advocate saying this, if it's your fault that you got raped, is it possible that it could be that? I'm not gonna say that. I'm gonna say, listen. What could you have? What could you have done differently to not get raped? It's on. What could you have done? And if somebody comes to me and has a different uh, perspective on it, we can have that conversation because then it becomes authentic conversation. It becomes, well, Donovan, I think X, Y, and Z, and I go, hmm, I didn't think about it like that. I never even considered that as an option. And we had that conversation. But if I'm coming to you from a place of, of, uh, disingenuous. Uh, motives, then we can actually have a solid conversation because the foundation of the conversation is actually uh, is broken, right? So then what will happen is, and this is what I hate when people I hate when people do this. If I'm talking to somebody and they say I'm playing devil's advocate, and then I prove their devil's advocate wrong, they go, I was thinking the same thing you were thinking, but I was just saying just in case somebody else was thinking that, what would you say to them? It's like don't do that. Say that you agree or say you don't, or say you disagree, and then we can have that conversation afterwards. Um, so, like I said, I think that a lot of people who are successful can get there, or majority of them that are really successful get there by just being themselves. Or they get there by being the closest to themselves that they can be. I think the people that try and flip-flop all over the place are the ones that are unable to get to that high level of success. Um, to, because they, they're always trying to please every single person. And then I also believe that if a person does get to a level or high level of success while they're flip-flopping around, they're going to hate themselves. They're going to get to that level. And every time they go outside, they're not living for themselves. They're living because Jackie said do this and John said do this. And they're trying to flip. When they're with John, they, they like red. When they're with Jackie, they like blue. They actually don't like red or blue. They like green. But their whole life is just them trying to figure out how can I please somebody else. And I think that that's a terrible way to live. I don't think that anybody that's successful has money, has a family or anything like that, whatever you consider success, would be happy living in a life where they're trying to just please everybody that they're around. So like I said, that's why one of my goals with the podcast is to be, be as authentic as possible and then show other people like, look, you can say whatever you want to say. People are not. People are gonna dislike what you say. Somebody might even try to argue with you. But people will argue with you just to see if what you're saying is actually true. And they'll go, "Oh, wow! Let me put some pressure on you to see what you if you really believe that." And then if you if they give you information that disproves what you say, then you change your mind. You go, "Oh, wow! Okay, you add that to it. You don't fight them on what they're saying just because you feel like it should be right." And I think that's how you become authentic. And like I said, with the podcast going forward, I want to be able to become successful by being on here, speaking whatever I say, saying whatever I say, and get to a point where I'm just like, where I'm just talking and people are like, yo, you know Donald be saying some wild ass shit? Facts, facts. But you know, he he mad rich though. It's like, yeah, 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 I know. I want that, I want that to be me. That's what I want to be. I want to be that guy where I'm just like chilling on my couch in my house in, a, in my million dollar whatever. And I'm just saying some wild shit and getting paid lots of money to say whatever I always say anyways. Um, so I actually have some some funny about some podcast. Not podcast. I have some, uh, some DMs and some messages that Melissa uh, got. I received. One of them I'm going to post because it, it was very long. It's like eight hours long. Uh, eight hours. Eight messages long. And Melissa got a DM from somebody. Uh, can you pull that up, Melissa? Um, on your on your laptop. So she's gonna pull that up, and then it's kind of a conversation I wanted to have. It's actually two conversations I wanted to have about this with Melissa. Oh, with me. Yeah, one of them was definitely with you. The other one was more so about. 
um, a different conversation I had with another person in my family about you. So, Melissa got a text saying, if you're not together, what's the problem with you being with someone else? Especially when he said y'all like roommates. You don't have to answer that. I just don't see what the issue is. Right? I don't see what's the issue. Um, so, um, let me see. How do I want to approach this? Oh. Keep going. So, uh, well, this person, I don't know. I guess they didn't watch the whole thing, maybe. Um, they didn't watch this episode. The one before this? They only saw what I posted in my story. Okay. So. Which was the description of the podcast. Okay. So, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, I wanted to pretty much touch on the fact that. Okay, for anybody listening, right, if you are single and do not have a boyfriend or girlfriend, right, you can have sex with and do anything that you want to do with somebody else. Anything. You are, un- you are under zero obligation to do anything for the other person. You are not in a relationship with them. Nothing. You can do whatever you want to do. And... If the other person is making you feel like you have to be, you can't fuck nobody else, you can't hang out with nobody else, then that's not a person you want to be around. Whether it be man or woman, you're single. I just want to put that out there because I feel like this is a thing that people don't understand. Um, if you want somebody to be faithful to you, make them your boyfriend or your girlfriend. If you want somebody, if you want to have a relationship where they're doing things that boyfriend or girlfriends do, make them your make date them right um but don't get upset when they are doing things outside of that boyfriend or girlfriend role and you guys aren't dating don't get upset about that if you did if you if those things upset you don't talk to them if they if you want to talk to that person say listen boy and girl i want this thing if the person goes i'm not doing that thing then that's it People need to understand that you have the ability to leave people. You can leave somebody and not talk to them ever again and meet 10 other new people. It's, there's a lot of people out there, and it's very hard people forget that you can do that. And I don't know. It's just people that, people don't think about it. You have the ability to leave who you're with and talk to somebody else and move on or build a life by yourself. Think about the people you dated when you was in middle school or high school. Y'all don't talk to them no more. Y'all don't hang out with them. You don't see them. And at that point, you thought you were in love with them. Like, you thought they were going to be the person you married. I remember my dad always tell the story where I told my dad, I asked him when I was young. I said, listen, I said, hey, dad, uh, when, you know, I, was, I had like a little girlfriend in like, probably like fourth grade or something like that, third or fourth grade. And I asked him like, yeah, do you think that like the girl I'm going to marry is like in my school? And he laughed. He was like, no, what? No, of course not. But in my mind, my my scope was literally the people I see every day, which is my classmates. So I'm thinking, wow, the girl I have to marry 
is probably in this classroom. I don't know who she is, though, but I probably met her already. She's in the classroom because I'm going to, like, go to college and then come back and then marry this girl. Bruh, between the third grade and me now at 25, I've met so many different girls that I there's no way that I, I could even fathom only being able to marry somebody from that classroom. So, for the people that feel like you are with somebody you have to be with, you don't. There are many, many people out there. It's a trick. I'm going to I'm gonna show everybody. This is a secret Donovan trick, okay? Getting real close to the mic. <clears throat> when you move on, that person will come back to you. That's how it goes, okay? But you cannot move on with the intention of having them come back to you. You have to move on and really move on. So, I'm going to get that out there. And... I think that's it for the podcast. I think that was wraps it up. That's all you, you said you wanted to talk to me about something. Oh yes, I did. I'm like what? Producer, that's your, that's your job is for. Um, so you want to come sit over here? Because this is very interesting. This is something I hear a lot from different people, and it's kind of weird because I want to talk about this too. Because like I said, I'm kind of nervous about the podcast because I always feel like I'm not going to do what I want to do or not be able to have content to talk about. But here we are at like two and a half hours talking still, and I still have more things I want to talk about. So I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to get these things out the proper way. Um, but one thing I want to talk to Melissa about because she is a girl who I am in a something with. We're in something together, right? Um, and one thing I hear a lot now and before is that I act like a parent to the girl I'm talking to, right? Now, Melissa, do you feel like that is true? And if so, uh, I'm, I'm going to sit over here. Okay. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Okay. Um... I could see that. Like, you've always heard this? Mm-hmm. Even when you were dating girls your age? Like, when you were the same age as them? Because... When I talk to girls... Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, what they'll say is, instead of a parent, they'll, like, they'll use a different word, but it's like an authoritarian figure to them. They'll, I heard, like, general and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily... I don't... See it as a bad thing, because when I think a parent, like okay, I think parent, I can like I said, I could see how that would be the dis- description for it. I think that you're very responsible, and I think that is it recording. It's not. It's recording when you got it. Yeah. <laughs> what? Express. What is going on? Express cards available. Express cards available. I don't know what that means. It died? I guess. It says express cards available. Let me see. Oh, this is a rough podcast. The thanks. I literally checked it before I walked over here. One day, we're going to have a podcast where we just get straight through it, all the way. All the way through. Today's not that day, though. But we will have that day. 
feel like there's like more difficulties this week than last week. <laughs> yeah, this is this is interesting. I, uh, like I said, I want to start doing the podcast earlier in the day, so I don't know if that'll help, but that's something I want to start doing. Is good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah. I can see. I can see the parental um, vibes that you would get because it's kind of like the same way. I think what it is that the same way that your parents want you to do better. I feel like that's what Donovan. That's the kind of energy that Donovan gives off to people. So it's it's very like it's very caring. It's very much in tune with what that's supposed to be like. So, for an example, I told Donovan that I want to learn how to sew. What does Donovan do? He helps me to, like, buy a sewing machine. He encourages me to sew more often, stuff like that. He kind of keeps me on track. And um, it can be, it can, it's more, I wouldn't, first word that came to my mind is evasive, so I'm going to say it, because we live in the same space. Um, so when you're that close to each other, you're going to see what every, what, what the other person does every day. Um, and I think that it's, yeah, I really think that is because his, he, he said in the other podcast that his whole thing is like fixing. He's a fixer more or less. Like that's just his personality type. So if you present him with a problem, he's going to try and fix it. And I think that that's more so, uh, 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 um, uh, a trait that's attributed to parents because I think that's what parents are supposed to do. Um, more or less, it's like supposed to want to help their kids and blah, blah, blah. But I think that in a relationship, it's very easy to see your parents in the person that you're dating and um, kind of vice versa because you're kind of building your relationship more or less off, off of what you've seen um, those figures in your life do. Do you, you and you're making a face, what are you thinking? It doesn't sound like it's coming from the heart. Okay, which part? The last part? Oh, really? Like how? Okay, hear the words. Just hear the words. Yeah, um... Do you think I'm acting like a parent? Yeah, okay. I said yes. Okay, why do you think that? Uh, he gets at me for leaving stuff all over the floor, uh, about the dishes. Uh, there was a time that I didn't come home until 5 a.m. and didn't, like, like check in and kind of let him know that I was alive or anything like that, so there was that. Um... Uh, more so with like, whenever I'm doing something, it's like, like whether that's the fitness, that's reading, that's freaking the music, the editing, the videos, and everything like that. Like that's, yeah, yeah. Well, you're thinking things and not saying them. Because you, it's you're you're like you're part of it, and when I say part of it, it's like. You'll push me to do it in that type of way. So it's just, I could see that. I could see that. I could see it. Because <laughs> it's weird because, like, 
it's not the same consequences as dealing with a parent. Because your your parent might take your phone away or they might beat you, depending on where your parent is from. Um, so it's not like, oh my gosh, if I don't get home right now, if I don't if I don't call her like you're not you're not overbearing. I feel like I don't I can, okay, I feel like I don't feel it as much now. As opposed to what? As opposed to probably when we first moved in or when we um before we moved in. Mm-hmm. What, what do you mean? What was I doing before? I think before it was more so, like, you had me read the, the How to Have a Conversation book. Um, I knew about Duolingo, but you more so was the one that kind of, like, pushed me to, like, start doing it more often and stuff like that. Like, the whole process. Like, you bought books and started bringing them home, be like, here, read this kind of thing. So, but I don't feel like... I don't feel like it anymore because I've been doing things on my own. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I have a parent. It's, it feels more like a partnership now where we kind of keep each other in check. I don't know if Donovan feels like that, but that's all I feel. In terms of what you, what you mean? You said you feel, I don't feel like that. I feel like which part, like, which part do you feel like I don't feel like? Oh, it, that if, if it's a partnership, like if it's more balanced now. Hmm. In terms of what? In terms of the dynamic of the relationship. I feel like more you were more involved in what I did oh, in my yeah, day-to-day. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Definitely, yeah. I don't think I have to, like... Well, I don't think you're doing as much as we were doing before, but I don't think I have to push you to do what you're doing now. When you said that, what do you mean? I mean, you had a list. You were, like, sewing, singing... Writing, oh, that reading, every day. Spanish, working out every day, mm-hmm. and editing videos. So I don't think you're. I don't think you're doing. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you're doing as much now, but I think it's healthier what you're doing now, for you. Because I feel like. I don't know if that's true. I was gonna say I feel like the anxiety would be greater than that back then, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's true now or not. Why do you say that? Cause you're so anxious now. Yeah, but I think that it's a lot more pressure when you when I have a number that I'm trying to keep myself up to. Mm-hmm. And then if I miss that number, because I think that the anxiety before also had to do with the fact that because I'm trying to squish so many different things into my day, mm-hmm. I don't get to spend meaningful time on it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't actually get to enjoy doing it. It's more so like even if I get in the groove of sewing for an hour or two, it's like, fuck, did I spend too much time on that? Because I still have to read. I still have to work out. I still have to. And that has to do with time management. But it's also, like I said, if I overindulge in one thing, that fucks up the rest of the day. When I feel like now I'm more able to spend the day really like editing the video and playing around and trying to figure out different plugins or trying to plan different things out. I have my, like the cooking regimen is more down pat. And I think it's because I have more time in the day to really just solidify those things. Mm-hmm. 
But I also think that having the time of when I was doing everything back to back like that, it did show me that I could do it. Hmm. So. Why did you ask? Oh, you said you asked that because of different... I got a text. and I got a text about... Not a text. I was on the phone and heard about it. Somebody told me about it on the phone. And I don't, I don't agree because I feel like whenever I... Uh, I'm going to say this because this is how I say it in my brain, but this is probably not going to come out the right way. However, I tell somebody what to do, then people say I'm being a parent. But... My mind is like, if you want X, you have to do Y. Like you have, to, it's just how it works. If you want these things, you have to work hard at them. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand what that means. So I'll show them. Like, if it comes down to having a conversation, I'm like, you don't know how to have a conversation. Here's a book. Or if you want to learn how to talk to people when you go outside, read a book on it. Like you can learn anything that you want to improve on. You can just read a book about it and learn. What? That's something that like. My parents would say like something my mom would say something like you're bored read a book this is kind of like and I think that's the frame of reference I think the, that's what I was saying earlier and you said it wasn't authentic but that's what I was trying to explain that like um, that model of the person that would do that is a parent mm-hmm. and I think that's where it comes from mm-hmm. so you just have a parent personality type the fixer it's, it's all because it's it's out of a place of caring and it's out of a place of like yeah and I guess the reason I ask is because whenever I talk to somebody about it they don't ever have an explanation for it what do you mean they don't actually have like a reason behind it it's just like I just it sounds like you're a parent like that's all it's, there's never like a it's a good or bad thing it's just you sound like a, somebody's parent I mean you you don't always like your parent but it's right but it's a negative connotation to it but it's like when I ask them a question like if I say hey do you want a significant other that doesn't care what you do? Do you want a significant other that, that allows you to fail and just let you fail? They're like, everybody was like, no. When someone, you want a significant other that pushes you? They're like, yeah. So I'm like, I do those things, but you consider me a parent, but the one person that you want does those. Like, how, how do you differentiate those two things? I think that because there's no frame of reference for because they probably haven't had that. Yeah, I agree. That's a good, so, that's a good point. If they if they haven't had a, a relationship like that, how would they know what it what it feels like or what that entails? Because you could say that you want to that you could say that you want those things, and then like like you're saying, they they get into a relationship and it's like, oh, you're acting like a parent, but you're doing the things that they want. Mm-hmm. They just don't know that that's they don't they can't recognize that that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I think, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess I want I want your opinion on it because I'm like, mm. and a lot of times I've heard this too, where the friend of a girl I'm talking to will say that. So. That's what I don't I don't think. I don't think my friends think of you that way. Well, but then again, I don't think they're that close to it. And I'm not as bad as I used to be. Like I'm not, I'm not like as. Is that a you thing or is that like a me thing? More of a me thing, I think, because you, you decided like... to just be more hands off. Mm-hmm. 
Because like I said, when I'm more hands-on, they turn into a child. Because you've been a parent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like Exactly. Exactly. That's like, that's like, you know what? I don't want a child. So I mean, if I stop doing parent stuff, I won't date a child. So my solution was kind of just move away and see what happens. What are you thinking? Because you're like kind of chewing your lip. I'm chewing the, the, the thing, but it's just scary. What? Because it's like, how would I know if I'm wasting my time or not? That's the part about it, because it's like, I know, and it's, it's funny, it's how parents probably feel. How do you know, like, what's going to happen? So, like, for example, how do I know that you're going to be successful if you're not doing these steps, these things? And it makes me go, I don't know, but I have to be able to trust that she'll figure it out. That's the scary part about it, because it's kind of just like, you don't know. As I said, same thing with parents. They have to just be like, you're an adult, do your own thing, and just sit there and let the person just, like... Go. What? Are you crying? I feel like you're about to cry. (laughs) Is there a reason why you feel like you're tearing? Are you using that as an example? Is that how you feel about No, I'm talking to you. So what do you, like, what do you feel like I'm doing now? No, I feel like you're doing the right things now. Um, But whenever there's, like, a hiccup... It makes me just wonder, like, if I was more um, stringent, would it be a hiccup? That's my thoughts. Like, if I was, like, super overbearing or, like, running game and that kind of stuff, would there be hiccups? Are hiccups bad? Mm, that's, that's the thing. That's the part that's, the part that's kind of scary. And where it's like, you don't know until until it's over. Like, you don't know until you're successful or rich. Because you could be like, somebody could be like, yeah, I just tried crack once. <laughs> you know, and I'm fine now. Or, you're like, yeah, I cra- tried crack once and now I'm the president of the United States. Like, there's no way to tell the difference between the two. Well, maybe. It shouldn't be the focus. What shouldn't be the focus? Like... I mean, do you feel like you're wasting your time? I don't think so. I don't like. I don't think that. But I, I, I don't think that overall. But I think there are times where I will think that. Where I'm like, hmm, it's a good decision. Did you think that recently? Um. If I see multiple things happening that I feel like are cascading, I'll, it'll cross my mind. But like I said, it's just part of like, that's like I said, that's the scary part about it. You just gotta go. Cause like, here's the thing, a couple of things. I feel that, I feel like you're gonna do great, right? I feel like at some point, you're gonna be the things that you want to be, right? What I what I think about is that 
same thing that we talked about earlier with with my friend, where it's like, am I the reason why you won't get to those things? Or am I the reason that will help you get to those things? That's how I think about it. So it's kind of like, and that's why I said, that's why I try to remove myself as much as I can to let you, because I know that you have to do, the, there are certain things you just have to go through. So it's not like, it's just, it's just things. It's just a scary thing to, to deal with. Yeah, but, but it's like, are you going to allow me to go through them? Well, things, and that's, that's the scary, that's the scary part because it's like, what things do I just let you go through and just, you know, stand to the side and what things do I go and step in? I mean, what, what are the things in your head? I don't have any. I said, I don't have any. I'm just like, I don't, when it comes up, maybe I say something, but I don't know what they are. Like, I don't know when to be like, you know what, maybe I'm going to just not say nothing about this. I'm going to let it go. I'm going to just leave it alone. And I said, that's the hardest part is trying to discern which things are what are those things yeah I'm emotional about this because Mm -hmm. Donovan when he broke up with me I was not very happy about it but I understood why he why he did um so my mission after that funny enough kind of goes into what he said earlier was I was just gonna like mm, I was gonna better myself not for him but there were the things that I was already doing that I was working on that would make me better I wanted to continue doing it and take it seriously and um, I thought that I probably would be able to get him back though if I did those things and if I don't that's fine because I'm still going to be a better person when I do those things. And we're still not together. <laughs> so we're on good terms, way better than we were when he broke up with me, but we're still not together. So having conversations like these, it, it kind of like, it, 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 it's like, let's say that this is us being together and this is, you know, it's broken up, like, to that extreme where, like, not seeing each other, not talking to each other, none of that. Like, two, like, literally roommates, strangers living in the same house. That's this. This is us being together. I feel like right now we're, like, probably at, like, 75%, 80%. So when conversations like these come up where, because the thing that he said was the um is he wasting his time and that that's like we will because i don't think we at 75 I'm like, what if we're really at, at like 30 or 40 like i so it just fucks with my head because i now I, I thought we were here but you're telling me that you're here so it's like i don't i don't how did this happen so yes hmm. like I said, it's with me it's just it's similar to when we act when we talked about the girl who called me and i he asked me what I think about fucking her. And I'm like, yes, it crossed my mind. It's similar to that, where it's like... You wasting your time across your mind? No. Where you asked me, did I think about fucking her? And I yeah. said yes. And I'm like, you act like, do I, have I thought about it before? Yes. Like, has it crossed my mind? Because I don't know the future. So, oh, so sometimes I wonder, like, 
how do I know? Like, how do how do you know that we'll be together in July, or we'll even be in this house in July? I don't. So right but, now, are you thinking about? It? Huh? Are you thinking about it right now? Yeah. See, that's how I look at it. That's how it goes in my head. Where I'm like, I'll think about it. I don't know how much weight it has, but it will cross my mind. Where I'm like, I, like how would I know? Like, like I said, if I see some, if I see things that are not going this way, right, like this, that means they're either going like this or they're going like this. But I don't know if, like, the stock market is going like this. I don't know. And like I said, that's the part where it's hardest to kind of figure out because it could be just doing, oh, I don't think I see it. It could be doing this, right? Going up and down, up and down, up and down. But over a long period of time, it's going up. Or it could be like this. But I don't know. And that's just, like, sometimes you think about it. Or sometimes I just think about it. I just wonder. And I'm like, because imagine even if you were doing everything that I thought was perfect all the time, Right? I'm pretty sure there would be points where I would still be like, I don't know if I really, I like that. I'd be like, I want to talk to her and she's like editing videos and she's sewing and she's like learning Spanish. I haven't talked to her in like three days. She'd be in the house if we haven't talked. I don't know how I like that. So that's kind of just how I look at it. I feel like you cry every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every episode. You Tune in about. next week to see what Melissa cries for then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is my favorite hobby. It's my favorite thing to do. I think you look very pretty. I like my look at you. You fit in there and whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's... Uh, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. It's a new format coming soon. A lot of people have been talking to me about it and I, I it's a format I've never seen before that I want to change this to so hopefully this podcast will be the beginning of the format change but it's definitely going to be different I guess it's, it's, this this podcast will be the origin of how they start to change but this one is still was this was a little choppy a lot of things were kind of off with this podcast but so we're trying to get better figure this out um, and I'm going to watch this and see what I can improve from this podcast going forward and yeah, so follow us on we're on the Bamboo Project Podcast. That's Instagram, the Bamboo Project underscore Podcast. Obviously, YouTube channels, the Bamboo Project. You can find our videos on there. If you want to see the electric food that we eat, the Bamboo Project underscore Food. We have uh, fitness, sport, mm-hmm. uh, clothing music mm-hmm. those are all the bamboo project underscore and then just put in those individual things yeah, and then there's music, a clothing all of those things <laughs> there's a there's a instagram for it um donovan's personal instagram is donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y it's my instagram and my twitter my instagram handle for now is melissa x donovan i'm thinking about changing it mm-hmm. just don't know to what yet mm-hmm. um and I think that oh we're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, are we on Pandora yet? No, not yet. But um, anywhere, well, not anywhere, but most places you can yeah. find podcasts. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Apple, Deezer, Deezer. Uh, just a whole bunch of stuff. Just not Pandora yet. <laughs> yeah, so we got some things coming up soon. We're trying to work on. We're going to come up with some new intros. 
and things like that. So like I said, we're working. You're watching us literally build something. And I look more presentable in this podcast. So yeah, Melissa's been working on things. Like I said, we want the podcast to be, we want our we want our business to be an extension of ourselves. He's very comfortable with his stomach out. Yeah, just like Melissa. It's my. <laughs> Is your crop top? Um, and we want we want the podcast to be an extension, or our businesses to be an extension of ourselves, not the other way around. So we want everything, all of the content that we create, we want it to come from our actual lives, being interesting, our actual lives being inspiring, and our actual lives being motivating. We don't want to like come on the podcast and be motivating and inspiring, and then in real in reality, we ain't shit. Like, we don't want that. So, so yeah, the Bamboo Project out. Mm-hmm.